Hello, guys, and welcome back to Are You For Real? Today, obviously, is quite easy. You can see we've got David De Gea, Alison, Schmeichel, and Edison. This isn't going to be easy either, is it? No, it's not going to be an easy one. Um, again, like we pointed out with the striker ones, um, we've based it on the last three years. And we're also going for the uh, the assumption of also what they can offer uh, going forward for also about the next three years. Um, three years before yeah. one of us gives our fourth choice, uh, guys, remember to hit that like button. Remember to comment. And also, most importantly, hit that subscribe button, please. Disclaimer, I'm just going to say this again. All of these keepers are amazing. From Schmeichel, if he was at City or United, they'd still be doing as well as they are and you know the same goes for the other three let's just put it out there we actually had a bit of a uh, trouble actually picking the four keepers in the first place in case people well, yeah. should be uh martinez or I, I actually argued the point that it should be leno in there but um uh, yeah, we put a we put a poll on Twitter, and Leno was the last one. I can't believe you wanted Leno in this list over Schmeichel, which is crazy, anyway. So, um, I mean, I'm saying that, although I've said that, I do think Schmeichel is fourth for me. I've gone for it. That really okay. And I love Schmeichel. I'm one of his biggest defenders when it comes to top keepers. I think he's so so underrated. So underrated. I think Chelsea should have gone for him before they went for Kepper. You yeah. you did not you wouldn't have had to have spent anywhere near 70, 75 million. Um he could have replaced De Gea at United. Uh, I mean Schmeichel's not as young as uh people think. But um I mean he's got the lowest save percentage. I know that doesn't mean everything, but out of these four keepers. I mean, David De Gea was the best goalkeeper in the world for two or three years. I mean, he was, wasn't he United's player of the season three years running? Definitely for two of those seasons. I know that. Um, they would have been seventh or eighth when they were under Jose and Van Hal if it wasn't for De Gea. So, and I think the other two speak for themselves. So for me, Schmeichel's fourth, although I do love him as a, a keeper. Yeah, interesting. The, um, well, I suppose you've touched on, uh, you know, the fact that Schmeichel probably would have been a good replacement if De Gea did go to Madrid. He probably would have been a good replacement mm -hmm. if, uh, you know, Chelsea before they brought Kepa. For, for, for you, um, is there any particular reason he's not found a top team or do you think it's one of them? It's just that mentality thing, isn't it? We'll go and spend £70 million in um, an average team in Spain, which it was, was it Bilbao? Have I got that right? Did he come from uh, Kepa? Was it Bilbao? I think it was, yeah. It, um... Bilbao. Or, or rather than spending £40 million on Schmeichel and getting him or something like that. I don't know. It's just this weird thing that top Premier League clubs refuse to dive down in the lower table of the Premier League. And we've already said this in previous videos. You know, Palace, um, Everton, these types of teams do very well in other leagues across Europe. So, you know... <sighs> Maybe just maybe Leicester doesn't sound as sexy as Atletico Bilbao. That's why it's just an odd one. To be fair, to be fair, those who are Schmeichel, I think maybe I was a touch disrespectful there saying he's not at a top team now. You know, yeah, Leicester particularly <laughs> yeah. the last few seasons have been battling for those European yeah. places. Obviously, go um, you know going into a top <clears> four <throat> hopefully for them this year. So yeah, 
I've actually gone for the Gaia as my fourth choice. Um, I don't know. It was one that I've really battled over which one I'd, I'd want to put uh, third and which I'd want to put fourth out of the two. I've actually gone for Casper Schmeichel third. Um, let me explain the difference between the two of why I've put De Gea fourth. If we were basing this on his whole time in the Premier League, De Gea is probably a lot higher up that list. If we're basing yeah. it on the last three years, I don't think you can consider him a top, top keeper the last three years. I really don't, particularly the last two. And we, we've seen this in a way that, like, um, OK, he's played 24 out of 29 games this season in the Prem, but, you know, he's really battling to keep his place uh, uh, with uh, Henderson now, obviously. Uh, I think a lot of that, though, you have to remember, Henderson's probably the best backup keeper of any other team in the league. Henderson's a top, top keeper. Probably England's number one now. Name another team that has someone fighting as good quality as that. You'd probably have to go back to Martinez last season at Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, I do I do have to agree. Um it was really fine margins and if you you know you put a, up a really good case so you'd pro- could probably convince me to uh, almost switch on this one. I was really battling with myself. Um as you've said, um, you know, the guy has actually got the best save percentage out of all four of the keepers, to be honest, marginally. Marginally, yeah. Um, marginally, but he has, yeah. Um, but neither of them have got bad save percentages. One thing that I really found interesting, right, is the Gaia and Schmeichel, um, obviously over their time in the Premier League, this is, have faced the same amount of penalties Michael saved five of them. The gay has only saved two. Yeah, that's a that's a stat I looked at all of them. And Edison and Allison's penalty percentage is not good. I think <laughs> over the last three years, I think Edison has saved zero out of thirteen penalties or something stupid like that. And I think Allison's only one penalty save over the last three years. They're not brilliant. No, I mean, no, no. Um, but just a I've real marginal difference. I was gonna, I've actually gone to higher third, so he's not that much higher for that's, me. That's than, right, <laughs> yeah, I, again, I could be, I could be convinced that those two be should be swapped around. If this was the three years before, the higher is probably number one in the world. Yes, yeah, um, but yeah, the last three, I think he's still been very, very good. He just hasn't been able to reach the heights that he set pre the 2018 World Cup because he was putting in man of the match performances week in, week out for a good 18 months. You go back to the the saves against Arsenal, that double save of his feet, or there was a there was a save he pulled off a, uh, against Wolves. Um, obviously, being a Wolves fan, I remember it. I think it was Neves and he plucked a save out of nowhere. Yeah, so Yeah, I remember that. Um yeah, it's very close. I mean, it's close for all of them. Someone could put a really good argument as to why Schmeichel should be top. You know, would he have a better percentage save or a clean sheet ratio if he was in that City team? Maybe. Maybe. Mm. Interesting, though, one thing again that I didn't mention that separated these two was the fact that we said at the start of the video, we're also going to look forward to the next three years. Obviously, um, you know, we'd mm. say, Play, say all four of these players have obviously got three years left in them. Um, 
obviously yeah. with Shamichael and I think the Gaia being the oldest of the two, the oldest two. Um, yeah. Going forward, I just feel Shamichael's going to have more to offer in the team than the Gaia. Uh, that was just another reason why, for me, Shamichael just tipped it. It's a hard one with goalkeepers, isn't it? I mean, look at Buffon. I mean, it's you just yeah. don't know. De Gea could go to Real Madrid next season or, say, this summer, be there for four years and win two Champions Leagues. You just don't know. It's it's a hard one with goalkeepers. It's it's the most difficult position for me to analyse because they don't have as much of an inf- uh, in terms of an influence minute by minute compared to like a right back or a centre back. But they are scrutinised the most, so it, it's difficult. Um, for me, second, I've gone Edison. Okay, we've gone the wrong uh, the wrong way. We've gone differently on these as well. I've actually gone for Allison second. Yeah, are you? Is it just because of more of what Edison offers with his feet for you personally? Um, that that is part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Allison's been shaky this season, but Liverpool has that as was a team. part of it. Yeah, I mean. I know he's made a lot of mistakes and you could say, oh, has he been masked because he's had Van Dijk and Gomez and Matip for so long in front of him. But Alisson does have, over the last three years, in the Premier League alone, he's got the highest save percentage. Now, I think when you're facing so few shots, that concentration level to, you know, to, be, to stay switched on is a big, big thing. I mean, I love Edison. He's a great. He's obviously the, one of the best in the world with playing out from the back and getting attacks started and that kind of thing. I've just gone for Allison because he's done it in the big, big games against City in the Champions League against Barcelona. I know he conceded three at the New Camp, but that free kick from Messi, no one's saving. You know, in the in the leg against um, at Anfield. He made some big saves in that game. And I think until Edison does it in the big stages, Champions League finals, semi-finals, I've got to go Alisson because he's got the league and the Champions League there. Could you argue, though, it's not really Edison's fault that they didn't reach a Champions League final? I mean, especially when you look back to maybe the uh, the Tottenham one where that would be the 2019 final, wouldn't it? Where, you know, that's probably not really down to... Edison. So now, didn't he, well, the year that Liverpool knocked them out of the Champions League, didn't he give the ball to Salah, who chipped him from like 40 yards? Or was that the league? No, I think that was the Champions League, yeah. He tried to clear the ball, completely mishit it. It lands at Salah. Salah puts it in the back of the net. It was very similar to what he did against United when he tried to roll the ball out to the left-back. I think it was Zinchenko and McTominay uh, came on and scored. And it, so... Yeah. You know, listen, all keepers make mistakes. And when you do make a mistake in goal, it gets highlighted a lot more than a striker or, you know, a centre-back or whatever the case may be. But I've just had to give it Alisson just because he's won the big trophy. And he keeps Edison out of um, the Brazil squad. They play Alisson. I mean, Brazil's keeper depth, which is something that they have (laughs) not been known for in history. Is out of this world. If Alison gets injured, it's just like, uh, oh well, we'll uh, we'll just get Edison on instead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it almost it's almost rivals Germany's. The Germany's is ridiculous, but Brazil's is wow. I've had to give it Alison just because he gets the nod of Brazil. He's got the Champions League, a final that he lost, a Premier League. So, yeah. Although I do love Alison, you know, he he's part of the reason why 
Pep could play this type of football and we've seen this season that Alisson isn't actually that good with his feet. No, no. Um, as you said, you made some good points there. He obviously has the highest um, highest save percentage in the league. Um, you also mentioned on the fact that he's Brazil's number one choice, obviously, above Edison. Um, mm. But I did marginally go for Edison and it is marginally. Since being at City, and of course this is down to a number of factors, Clean sheet, 49.2%, which is just ridiculous. That's nearly one every two games he's going to get a clean sheet. Yeah, it's incredible. It really is. I mean, a lot of that would have been from this season, you know, the partnership of Diaz and Stones. Um, I actually don't have that fa- uh, that figure. Do you know what Allison's is, by any chance? Um, Allison's isn't bad at all. It's 44%. So, yeah, I mean, it's that would be a lot higher had Van Dijk have been fit this season, you'd like to think. So, yeah, I imagine this season has brought it down a lot. And not even massive. Van Dijk have had about eight different centre back well, partnerships. Yeah. Um, so, you know, yeah. it is one of them, isn't it? Stats don't always tell the full picture. But for me, it was Edison's distribution. And it's not just with his feet, he's got um, a much higher percentage of throw outs compared to the other keepers. Oh, I see. Okay. I know yeah, he's got interesting, an interesting one. Um, there is a part negative, though, in that um, he can overcommit a bit. We saw that. Was it was a challenge on Marne, was it? I can't remember if that was a season or two seasons ago. And I think Mar- Marne got sent off for that, didn't it? It's when they lost 5-0. But I know yeah, what you mean. Yeah. Ed- Edison, he, he will, he will um, come out for balls that you think maybe he shouldn't. Um there's been a few times, and obviously, as you said, Mane, yeah, got sent off. But there's been a few times with Edison where he's uh, maybe committed that bit too much. Um, interestingly, he had eight card, yellow cards since being in the Premier League. It's a lot for a goalkeeper, isn't which it? Which is another interesting one to kind of back that up. Um, yeah. Interestingly, you know, me liking my stats, I had a look at that, and that's a... Uh, 4.8% of the games he plays, he picks up a yellow card, which for me as a goalkeeper is quite quite hilarious, to be honest. Um, but no, look, I think as you've touched on, he, he's, uh, his distribution is integral to the way Pep plays. I think there's so many limited keepers. I mean, you know, it would be a criticism of Leno in a way as well, because you've seen Arteta, obviously a product of Guardiola, come out and try and play that kind of football with Arsenal, which has been a bit questionable at times with the players he's had, but it's worked a bit more. But you do see Leno a bit more awkward on that ball. And, you know, having Edison really helps Guardiola play that kind of, you know, passing out from the back. And it's a, quite a rarity for to find a keeper that plays football that well. I mean, we've seen a couple of times. I can't remember, was it the Cup, was it, that he actually uh, went for the penalty in recent times? Yeah, who, who was it? That was, uh, yeah. Someone was telling him, no, just... Because um, he, he ran down almost past the halfway line, didn't he? And someone had to say, <laughs> yeah. just leave it. I mean, so, obviously, any keeper that they would have got as a replacement for... Claudio Bravo, you know, he was good playing with his feet, but the problem was he just made mistakes monthly, it seemed. Uh, for me, I've had to go Alisson, obviously, for the reasons I've stated. Um, Brazil's number one. He's, he's done it on the European stage. He's done it in the Premier League. Not a lot separates them. I, as I say, I mean, someone could present me a very good argument as to why De Gea should be top, you know. Look how well. I think 
United are up there in terms of um, their defending this season, in terms of clean sheets and amount of goals yeah, conceded. Yeah. And look at what he's got in front of him, Harry Maguire and Lindelof. So <laughs> someone, if someone was to present me a very good argument as to why De Gea should be second or even first, I could be swayed. But for me, I've gone Schmeichel, De Gea, Edison, Allison. Yeah, I mean, let us know what you think of our uh, rankings guides. And yeah, as James said, if you have got an argument for someone like the Gaia should be top or mm. uh, even Shemichael should be top or, you know, just think one, we've got one of the orders completely wrong, let us know in the comments below. And please hit that like button. Please hit that subscribe. And we'll yes. see you on the next one.